Okay, so I'm back with the coronavirus situation that's really taken a hold of um, the world, well, especially America, the nation. So, um, you know, I posted a few things on Facebook and I've had my opinions about it. And um, the one thing that I'm really, 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 really like adamant about is that we're in this because this is what they want. I don't know if this is what, okay, let me change my, let me, let me go back. This is not what they want. This is what they're doing. Now, if you just go back into the history of viruses and the study of viruses, you know that, you know, it takes a while for a virus to kick in. And once it kicks in, then your body responds to it. And once your body responds to it, that's when everything starts going crazy, right? So the immune response is what's really driving this virus, making this virus what it is today, you know? Because all viruses, except for HIV, will self are self-limiting, meaning that they'll have run their course and then the immune system will kick in and the antibodies will start picking it up and then it will die. Every single virus has been like that. If, you're, if your body cannot fight these viruses off, then your body will not respond properly and then something bad will happen to you. So certain viruses are able to be, you know, eliminated without any problems, right? There's a lot of viruses that are in our system right now that can be eliminated without any problems. Then there's some viruses that cause problems that can be eliminated after just like a few days, a few weeks of, you know, discomfort. So like a rhinovirus, the cold virus, common cold virus, that's one of those viruses that, you know, they're very self-limiting. They come in and give you um, uncomfortable conditions and then it goes away. It dies off. We're used to it. Flu virus is another one that's been in, a, in our society for so long that for most people, you know, you get the symptoms, you get the fever, your, your body responds to it, your antibodies pick it up and then it goes away. But the flu, the flu virus is also, it damages a lot of other people whose immune system can't handle the flu virus, as you, as you can see by the number of people that actually die from the flu virus. So there's still a significant amount of people who die from the flu virus. The coronavirus is a brand new virus in this, in America, let's just talk about America, the rest, even the, like the, the countries that have had high cases and high deaths, like Italy, Spain, um, France, United States, um, Iran even, but, um, you know, those countries who had a lot of um, um, cases and deaths, the coronavirus hasn't been out here. So the first thing our bodies, when, when the first time something comes to our bodies, as you know, the um, the body responds to it. It's just foreign. This is, this is something I'm not used to. Um, what's going on? We got to fight it. We got to attack it. Now, I'm going to stop that point for a second and go into autoimmune diseases because autoimmune diseases are the body attacking itself based on what it thinks it sees, right? So we don't know if autoimmune disease is actually caused by a virus or bacteria or if it's just the body responding crazily to something that, that it picks up on, right? Rheumatoid arthritis, lupus are two that I can think of right now. There's plenty of autoimmune diseases. Auto means self, 
immune is the immune system, and then disease is the disease of the immune system caused by something that the body's picking up on that we haven't detected yet. So rheumatoid arthritis, lupus are diseases that they can't find out where it's coming from. But all they know is that the immune system is going crazy and it's causing all these symptoms. Now, they have discovered medications that can be used to calm down the immune system when those viruses or when those um, when the immune system starts to overreact to whatever stimulus that the that the rheumatoid arthritis is causing or the lupus is causing. See what I'm saying? So it's like something happens because what happens with these two diseases is that they go up and down. So some days, like your rheumatoid arthritis, you got so much pain and then it goes away. Or the, the lupus, you got so much pain and then it goes away. Whatever symptoms are, I don't know the exact symptoms of lupus, but I know there's a lot of discomfort. But it takes too long for the body to actually kill whatever's inside of it. So they just figured that the immune system is overact, overreacting to something and they can't figure out what it is. So they're calling it an autoimmune disease. Fine. They have treatments for these autoimmune diseases. So when you look at the, the, the medications that in the beginning were being used for the coronavirus, um, there was a lot of pushback because of side effects and blah, 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 whatever. But the point is, is that when you look at the the the, the coronavirus, his, the, the history of the coronavirus since it's been here, what you've noticed is, is that everybody has a different symptom. It's not just a fever. It's not just a cough. It's not just the aches. It's not just the chills. It's not just the, the, the lung infection. It's not just the the pain, it's not just the GI symptoms, it's not just the lack of appetite, it's not just the the, the, the the lack of sensation or taste. You know what I'm saying? Like how many how many diseases cause these type of symptoms? They're calling it a respiratory disease, but some people are not coughing. You know what I'm saying? And some people aren't even showing symptoms until it's too late and then they end up dying. I seen it. There's a lady in the nursing home. She's totally fine. All of a sudden, she developed symptoms, and she's in the hospital intubated right now because they can't figure out. They just said, oh, and the coronavirus is there. So it's it, it hit in her immune system. Her immune system didn't pick it up until she got really, 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 really sick. Now, going back to how to, to detect the coronavirus is – there, you have to do early testing, meaning everybody needs to be tested. 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 They spent all this money on stimulus packages, but they didn't spend all this money on actually protecting the people. Everybody needs to be tested. Look at the flu. Okay, look at the flu. When you go to, when you go to a doctor and they say you have a flu, the flu is um, caused by a flu, flu virus, right? If you catch the flu within the first 72 hours, what do they give you? Tamiflu, right? If it's after 72 hours, they don't give you Tamiflu because it's, it doesn't work. It's a moot point. See what I'm saying? You catch the virus in the beginning, and then you give it medication, and that medication will suppress the virus according to the studies, 
right? You can go research Tampa, Florida all you want to, but it's been approved and they're giving it. Man, the main reason why they're giving it is because they said, catch the virus before the first 72 hours and within the first 72 hours, and then they give the medication. If you come in and say, I have flu symptoms for three weeks or two weeks or one week, they're not giving you Tamiflu. See what I'm saying? So with the coronavirus, what they were doing was they were telling people, even if you have mild symptoms, don't come and get tested. Don't come and get tested until your fever is 103 or until you can't breathe. By the time that comes out, it's already been a week or two into the virus. You see what I'm saying? So there's no, so you're already in a lose-lose situation. So now they're telling you all these coronavirus numbers are going up and these coronaviruses is, is, is really dangerous, which is true. But the reason why is because they haven't been catching it on time. They haven't been catching it early. Catch something early, treat it early. Even if it's even if it's um supportive care, you don't gotta throw something at it. You could throw like supportive care in it. Control the fever, control the um the body aches, you know what I'm saying? Give them something for maybe if they have like a cough, give them something for the cough, whatever. But you have to catch it early. Also, you also know when you're sick, your body needs movement. Your body needs water and your body needs movement. They're telling people to stay at home when your body can't even fight anything off because you're too busy staying at home. Okay? The best thing for your body in a case like this is fresh air, movement, lots of water, supportive treatment. If they're not gonna if they're not gonna approve, you know, the care that they're that they that they've been trying, if they're not gonna approve it, then this is what you have to do to protect yourself as a young person. The reason why a lot of older people or a lot of immunocompromised people are feeling this is because their immune systems aren't working right. Right? So your immune system is fighting all this other stuff. Then this thing comes in. It's like, oh, damn, I got to fight this too? So the immune system is just going crazy, which is why people are dying, because they're fighting all this other stuff on top of the coronavirus. But... What you can do is you can test everybody up front, everybody. Like, they're going to do it in Georgia City. They're going to test everybody in Georgia City, whatever. The numbers are going to go up in Georgia City. Do not be alarmed. And when the numbers go up, people are going to be, you see, this is why, this is why. The stupidest thing I've seen was when they open up Georgia on Friday, and by Saturday they're talking about there's a 1,000 new cases and 20 more deaths. And people are like, this is why you don't go outside. People got to understand that testing takes time. First, you got to test. First, you got to figure out if you have symptoms. And then you got to go to a place. And then that place has to test you. Then they have to send them to a lab because they don't. I don't think they have immediate testing in Georgia. You got to send them to a lab. The lab takes two to five days, right? They take two to five days to test you. And then they get the results. So the doctor gets the results. And then he puts it into a system. Then the system picks up the, the results and then puts it into a database on the state website, and then the state reports it. How long do you think all that takes? Okay, at least a week or two. So the, the new cases that came out on Saturday and Sunday were from weeks ago. And this is why I'm telling you the media is dishonest because they know this. The doctors and, and, and the medical people know this, but they're letting this information come out. So there's a lot of dishonesty that comes on with this virus, and it's and that's the thing that's really that makes every a lot of people skeptical. 
because it's not cut and dry. You have to understand that this thing is not cut and dry, and it and it should be. Whatever happened in China from in, in November is fine. That happened in China, whether it was through um, the wet markets or whether it was through the lab, wherever it came from, Chinese government saw it and they said, damn, this is serious. It got over. It, it spread the entire world. Within two months, it's the entire world had this thing. A lot of people, a lot of countries in the West had it worse, right? Some countries tested early and, and took care of their responsibilities ahead of time, like uh, South Korea and Germany was the two that I could think of. But even like sometimes people will report. So one day I was like reading something. Somebody said, oh, my God, Vietnam has it bad. I checked Vietnam. They got like a thousand cases, right? Unless you, unless there's, unless somebody's being dishonest. And, and Vietnam has 7 million people and they have a thousand cases. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, there's a lot of misreporting, a lot of miseducation. So I'm going to look up um, Vietnam's numbers right now because it was like, and then they were talking about how since Vietnam has, um, you know, their sanitation system isn't that great or they don't, you know, so they made all these excuses of why they think Vietnam numbers are high. But I'm like, wait, let me check it. Let me check first. So I checked it and it's like, it's not that high. I wonder why I was so bright over here. Um, tracker. Okay. So here it is. Um, hold on. Sorry. This is not good for business. But um, anyways, so I'll just go through this real quick. All right. So as of today, the United States have 1,169,000 cases, 67,900 deaths. Right? Spain is second, Italy's third. Well, actually, New York is second because if you put New York as a country, they 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 have more than Spain and Italy. And then it's UK, France, Germany, Russia, Turkey. So all these countries have a lot of cases. Look at Russia with 134,000 cases, 1,200 deaths. So I don't know what they're doing, but maybe they need to figure it out. Um, who else is pretty high? Like a lot of European countries are high. Now, they're not reporting all these European countries for some reason anymore, but they are, like this person said, that um, the Philippines was um, high. The Philippines have 9,000 cases, 600 deaths. So that's as of today. And that's lower than most of the states in the United States. So there's a lot of misinformation going around. Okay, back to my point. That was like you know, just me being a nerd for a second. Back to my point. So, we all know that this virus is out there. We all know that we need to do something about it. But we cannot live in fear because how can you live in fear of something that you don't know about? That's the thing of that's the thing of how I think it's about control as well. Because they're telling you that this thing is out here. There's ways to find out if you have it, but they're not doing that to to protect the people. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they really wanted this thing to end, it's simple. You you have 300 million people, right? If you wanted to test 70% of the people in the next month or two, get that shit done, right? You could do rapid testing. You could do whatever you want to do. Test everybody, symptomatic, asymptomatic, whatever. And then they're telling you, and then people are scared because of the swab. So people are like, you see the swab? Do you want this going to your nose? 
how how discomfortable, how uncomfortable can it be if you go somewhere for a, two, a ten second of ten seconds of discomfort for for the sake of knowledge, as opposed to just shutting the whole country down because you don't want to go through ten seconds of discomfort. And then you talk about how people who want to go outside they can't sit in the house for like three weeks, but you can sit, but you can't take a ten second test that's going to cause you a little bit of pain. So you know what I'm saying? Like there, it's 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 directed. It's it's like directed marketing almost. It's BS. It's really BS because if you know that something's affecting the entire country, the entire world, and you know that there's a way for you to test for it, but you look at the test, like, I'm not taking that test. So how the fuck you expect to, to like to 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 help if you don't want to be the one to go out there and take the test because you don't want something in your nose is gonna hurt? You see what I'm saying? And people are and and people are and eating this up, eating this up. People are eating this up, man. And this is what I'm telling you: we have to stop feeding into the BS because we're gonna be stuck in this environment for another 18 months. And there's no and there's no end in sight because if you listen to all the stories, you know there's there's gonna be a round in, in October. It's gonna take at least 18 months for this thing to clear. You don't even know who got it. So the first thing is they need to open up testing, testing centers, rapid testing centers. They need to open them up all over the country. It's like they shut down the country, but then they leave the the, the, the testing and treatment up to the states and cities. How does that sound? How does the country get shut? The whole country gets shut down. But yeah, you can do your thing. You can do your thing. You can do your thing. How does Jersey City have the, the, the resources to do something, but the whole country can't? Why isn't the whole? Why isn't the government of the United States behind this type of testing and treatment? What are they waiting for? You know what I'm saying? Now they have the remdesivir that's going to come out, which is supposed to be used in the hospitals for severe cases. But why would you make it wait to wait till it gets to that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you wait for it to get to? You know that if if you catch something in the beginning before it overwhelms you. You can have a better chance of killing it, just like anything, just like a relationship. You fall in love, it's too late. You're in love. Now, how long does it take for you to get out of that situation, right? If you, catch, if you know that motherfucker's like a bad person or you know he's kind of weird beforehand, you'd be like, ah, I'm not dealing with that, and it, and it causes less stress in your life, right? Simple. It's simple. Okay, so testing, treatment. You could do supportive care or you could do what they've been suggesting, which were which has been used, it's been used, it's been used. The study that they that they did in the um, VA was were people who were sick, 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 and there was no chance that this medication was going to work anyhow. Those people were in the hospital sick, probably weeks into it, and then they used this as a study and say, "You see, it doesn't work." Did you ever think like maybe you should try it on people who are mildly sick? Because those are people who can, you can fix out straight up, right in the beginning. The mildly sick people. Though, so if my uncle or my grandmother or my whatever, and they have a fever, I can't take it to the doctor and get tested for it. You see what I'm saying? If I don't have a fever, but I'm at my grandmother's house, I can't. I can't know if I got the shit. Right? 
And people, and people, and this is my view of common sense. You could call your view of common sense all you want to. You could say common sense is stay out of this socially distance. You could say that's common sense. That has never happened. Humans cannot socially distance. We need to go outside to get food. We need to go outside to go to work. This is, and it's like, even just getting food, we have to go get food. You want that, everything needs to be automated? You want me to just like get on a website and just, you know, sit into Stop a Shop and say, okay, Stop a Shop, bring my food so that way I don't have to touch anything or anybody? You want to be a coward? That's cowardly. You call it selfish all you want to by people who want to go outside and live their lives, but it's cowardly to sit in the house and expect the government to tell you when to come outside. And the media is dishonest. I don't trust the media any, like, I I don't trust the media. After this whole situation, I don't trust the media. I don't even trust my health care that much, and I don't trust the government at all, especially the media. The media runs this world. And how can you politicize a virus? How can you politicize a virus? How can you say the Republicans who want to come outside and live their lives they're bad people. The Democrats who want to sit in the house and wait for the um, virus to clear, they're good people. They're the ones who care about people. How is that a political statement? We're talking about a virus. How did it turn into a political statement? You mean to tell me no Democrats want to go in and live their lives? You mean to tell me no Republicans want to shelter in place? So how did it become political? Exactly. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. So, early testing, everybody needs to be testing. If they're going to spend trillions of dollars for stimulus packages to keep people at home so that they're not flipping out about not making any money, why can't they spend half of that to set up testing? Why? And then you can treat the symptoms. Treat the symptoms. Even if you want to, if you don't, it's already been approved that there are certain indications that have been used. And they've worked. The two studies that they shown was a, a small study in China that wasn't even like, it was like 50 people, I think. And then a study in the VA. I could take a study right now on Tylenol. I can give it to 75 people right now in the street. You had a headache? Take Tylenol. Did it work? No. Are they going to cancel Tylenol? No. Exactly. So studies are just are just manipulated so that you can say, this is why we should do it. This is why we shouldn't do it. When this first came out in Washington State, when I put the post up, Washington State was already using those medications. And this is back in early March. And they said that the study showed that it worked, but they're like, no, 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 we can't do that. But yet they used the, the remdesivir. They did the same kind of study. They didn't do they didn't do the um actually they didn't do a um they didn't do a real study. They did a, um, a, a, a control study. So since they had control over the environment, they go, oh yeah, this kind of works. See what I'm saying? Right? Why can't you do a real life study and say, this is what's happening and this is what's working? And then they can manipulate the data and say, well, this didn't work over here, so obviously it's not going to work. And people are jumping on it. Why? Because Donald Trump put his name on it. Donald Trump put his name on it like, I don't trust him. And I'm not saying, I don't trust him either. But I didn't even see, I didn't even go by what he said. I went by what I saw with my own two eyes, when it says University of Washington is using this medication and it's having a good effect on people. And their homeboy is like, put his name on it, and everybody's like, oh, I'm out. So anyways, early testing, early treatment, just like they do with the flu. 
Okay? And then if you believe in science, then you should know that your body, if you were exposed to it, your body's picked up the immunity for it, right? So even if you catch it, if there's, say if your immune system don't respond before you catch it a second time, at least you know it's there. How come this is the one virus that's going to keep coming back? The one coronavirus, because they're calling it a coronavirus. So think about the other coronavirus that came out in um, 2003, I think it was, the SARS, right? It hasn't been since, it's been since 2003. That's like almost 20 years. The MERS is in 2005. That's 15 years. So how is this thing right here going to turn to all the other stuff unless it was manipulated? You know what I'm saying? Think about it. And you people just want to, and you want to go back to 1918 as like data. So it's not the flu, but it is the flu. Right? So think about everything you're thinking about and then ask yourself, why is this the thing that's causing so much death and decay? Why is this the thing that's going to come back and, and bite us in the ass a second time, but even worse than the first time? Why is that? Ask yourself that. And then... If we're not going to put pressure on our government to actually take care of the situation the right way, which is testing, treatment, testing, treatment, testing, treatment, and then they're going to put the onus on the people, the innocent people. You're innocent. I'm innocent. We don't know what we don't know what this thing is. We're not the smart people that's 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 doing that's got all the money that's doing all the research. They were doing research before this thing even came out, right? They were doing research with um, in America. When, when they were doing it in 2014, if you believe that they were doing it in America in 2014, the Obama administration said, this is not not safe, send it, uh, just stop it. Then they sent it to China, funded the China study in Wuhan, Wuhan, the same place where they're talking about came from the wet markets. That is not a coincidence. The, the lab was in Wuhan. The thing escaped the wet markets in Wuhan. How, that's like two and two equals what? Okay, so this thing has been studied and studied and studied and studied and studied. It's been studied. You can look back in, in, in papers and articles and, and peer-reviewed journals, and, um, and this thing's been studied for a while. They've been trying to figure this thing out. They've been trying to figure it out. This is why they were studying, because they were trying to figure it out. And that monster that they created, because they created a monster, look it up, read it. It was... It was um. They were, they were using ferrets, and they were going back and forth, bounce bounce ferrets, until they can figure out how this thing will go and affect humans. So that that studying, they were they were creating this monster, and then for some reason the monster came out. And I don't think it was on purpose because the world is really flipping out. Like the politicians are really flipping out. So I don't think that this is on purpose, but I do think they messed up. But if you believe, even if if even in HIV, there's medications that keep HIV from being detected, right? HIV and a lot of people are undetectable if they take their meds on, on time. And if you believe the studies or you believe what you want to see, then they said that some some of the this is some of HIV was put into this to create a super bug. That's why they're flipping out. Okay. So, anyways. <sighs> I'm done with my rant. This is my second rant. This is on camera, though. So my face is on it. I'm not political. I'm just trying to give you guys something to think about. All right?
And hopefully you guys can share this. And if you believe, then put it out there. Make this government do something. Make the government do something besides tell us to sit in the house. Because it doesn't matter if we sit in the house. It's still not going to go unless you test and treat, test and treat. If you don't want to test and treat, then you can't force people to sit in the house and wait because it's because it's it's almost like what are we waiting for? The data don't mean nothing if you don't have enough if you don't have enough studies to fi- to figure it out, right? What does data mean if they're not if if everybody's not involved in the data? If I'm not involved in I was involved in the data. I got I had symptoms, knowing damn well it wasn't no flu or nothing else. It was symptoms. It was like body aches. Uh, back pain, leg aches, fever, chills. I had the little chest tightness, couldn't hardly breathe. If I would walk and run like more than 200 meters, I stopped because I couldn't breathe. Go to the, I went to this uh, testing center. They took 10 days to give me my test back. 10 days. 10 days later, they called me. They went to my um, doctor said it's negative. You held my test for 10 days because they were trying to find out if they can build my insurance. I didn't have insurance, so they couldn't build my insurance. Then they called a doctor for a prescription because they couldn't find a prescription. So my thing was held for 10 days. And then they called me. I took it on a Monday. The next Friday, not the Friday that week, the next Friday, they called my doctor says negative. So I'm I'm more than likely a false negative, right? Because I have the symptoms. I know what it is. And a lot of people I know had symptoms and didn't get tested. Lots of people getting had a cough, had a cold. And they're like, it can't be that. It can't be that. You know how many times I heard it can't be that? And then and, and then they just say, and then they just go about their business. If I tell you it can't be that, and then it turns out to be that, how, what have you been doing since then? Okay, then. Anyways, so I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just somebody that's out here trying to hurry up and go back and have fun. I was, a, I, I had the symptoms, and I know, and I work in healthcare. By the way, I'm a nurse, and I work in long-term care. And I'm a, I'm gonna do another video about that because that's what we need to be focusing on. Because if this happens again, long-term care will be devastated. This is the first, this this first round devastated long-term care. If this happens again, long-term care will be devastated. I got to do some some more talk, thinking about that. But that's going to be my next video because that is where we need to be focusing on. Environments that have a lot of sick people in one area, that's where we need to be focused on. And and socially distancing didn't work because you still got to have people who work in there to take care of those people. So you so you still bring in an environment. You're still bringing the environment into the places. Anyways, this is a long enough video. I'm going to talk about the long-term care another day. Bye.